Good morrow and welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Back to the Future, greatest movie of all time, one minute at a time. As always, I'm Nick Menez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Naomi Wong. Today we are going back to minute 38. 39. 39. It's always, <laughs> the, I'm, yeah, uh, which begins with Marty tearing a page of the phone book out of the phone book, thus causing uh, however many number of butterflies, uh, and yeah. ends with uh, a young Biff Tannen um, beginning to bully a young Father McFly while being surrounded by uh, Biff's uh, Bibb's mod squad, so to speak. So Lou walks away very confused from the phone booth. <laughs> yeah. Because Marty just looks the most guilty. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Lou is just like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that kid's a communist. I mean, there's no other explanation. Well, I'm, well, I'm going to die. I didn't kiss my wife goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why he gets so mad at him when he finally comes up to the, to the, uh, to the bar to ask him where Riverside Drive is. <laughs> He's just like, listen, kid, are you a communist or what? <laughs> Look, if you're going to kill me, kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Marty ripping the page out of the phone book. I mean, that is just. Oh, that is the that. I mean, just all of the things that that's going to cause. <laughs> Who knows how many, how many paradoxes and oh, just it's just oh god! What every time I see him do that, I'm just like oh no! <laughs> what have you done? No just, one will just ask ever for be, a pad of paper. No one will ever be able to contact a brown again. <laughs> all of the browns, he's he's wiped all of the browns out of existence. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Um, also, so well, so so, what's with Princess Marty not wanting any sugar? <laughs> uh, I I feel like well, it's just a thing. I think in the eighties was just like, like diet soda was like a relatively new phenomenon. I think. Okay. Uh, so like Tab is a is a diet so it was a diet soda and Pepsi Free. Well, Pepsi Free was like free of all the things, so like it had no sugar or caffeine. Um, so what was it? It was like brown carbonated water, basically. <laughs> oh, it sounds horrible. I, oh, it, it was horrible. My my, uh, I had a I had a, a grandmother that that's what that's what she kept in her fridge, and she's like, "You want a soda?" And she would give me one. Of yes, those. mom. And I was like, "Oh God, but not that bullshit you keep in the fridge. That's not soda." <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. Yeah, so like I, I just like I really uh, we, one of the things because we've talked about what makes this movie timeless, which is that um, they didn't just amp up the fifties; they sort of also kind of amped up the era that they were in. So the eighties mm-hmm. feel a little larger than life, mm. you know, uh, which is weird because like how do you make the decade that you're in larger than life? But they like kind of I feel like a lot of it they just w- walked like backwards into they just lucked into it because the idea of him asking for a tab or a pepsi free two things that do not exist anymore (laughs) 
but existed in the 80s. Like, it, they existed fine when they made the movie. Those were real things. And I imagine they were just like, this will be timeless. <laughs> but, but in doing so, they actually dated their movie further, which had this weird backward effect of actually making their movie more timeless because it's about time travel. Um, but yeah, I just I, mean, I thought that was really I don't know lucky I guess you know very few filmmakers really like get nostalgia the way that Robert Zemeckis does mm-hmm. like whether it's like Forrest Gump or this or even to, a, to even to a certain extent the walk yeah like he really knows how to capture lovingly like a snapshot of like uh, America or like the world how the walk kind of you know we see a little bit of France in the sixties yeah. 70s. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I also like that because Zemeckis and Gale aren't, uh, they're not uh, young in the 80s. I mean, they're younger than they are now. I'm sure they would consider themselves young if you asked them today. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they were like like early 30s probably at, the, at this point. Um, you know, early to mid 30s. So... I like the idea that they're in a way they're actually Lou in this in this standpoint. Like they're using Lou as just like what are these kids wearing this stupid life preserver and like they they want a tab. Like oh yeah, you gotta buy something if you want a tab. Like it's 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 it just feels like Zemeckis and and Gale just sort of like getting out their inner old man. You know, yeah, you know it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, a tab, stupid, Pepsi free, dumb. Um, <laughs> Princess Marty. <laughs> Sorry, it just seems a little still prissy. Think that's funny. Oh, uh, you have anything without sugar, Mister Past Man? Well, you know what though? Well, I guess I guess the uh, uh, the coffee. I mean, he didn't drink the coffee, so there's there's something there. But uh, uh. He's so little. I bet sugar doesn't have a great effect on Marty. Like he's already so little and neurotic as it is. Yeah, he's he's, he's very spry. Yeah, he's just very like ah what ooh ah, ah, hey. Like I don't think What's there's any on? chance of him drinking that coffee because and, he, I mean you? Put he down. drinks Pepsi free for Christ's sake. And yeah. like his 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 mom does seem like the kind to be like no sugar. Yeah. Oh yeah. No sugar. Absolutely. I never oh, had sugar when I was a child. I never had sugar. <laughs> <laughs> We're sat in a parked car with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Calling it sugar. In this house, we drink vodka. <laughs> oh, also, when he like pays for it, like yeah. So he's he's just pulled out whatever was in his pocket. So he's like got a pick there. And, like, the change is obviously from 85, so, like, what if Lou's, like, counting for the money later and he just finds a nickel from, like, 1978 or something? And he's just like, what? <laughs> it's like that movie, it's like that movie with uh, Christopher Reeve, Somewhere in Time, where he, he hit, the plot of the movie is that he falls in love with this, with uh, Jane Seymour for, in a painting and realizes that she's based on a real person. And so he, he hypnotizes himself into... Uh, believing that it's a certain time and somehow this allows him to time travel. <laughs> but then the twist at the end is that he gets her to fall in love with him and they're together 
and they go on a picnic and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a penny and it says 1975 on it or something and he's like no and then <laughs> zaps back to the 70s and then starves himself to death <laughs> because he's so sad it's a really weird movie so anyway I imagine that's what happened to Lou <laughs> he just like woke only... up in 1978 <laughs> yeah he pulled no. out the penny. No! And then just Start woke up in 1978. Yeah, Marty totally somewhere in timed uh, uh, Lou. For it's sure. a pretty shitty year to wake up in. Yeah. It's not great. You don't even get to see Star Wars. Oh. No. Yeah. What's <laughs> the point? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got Empire to look forward to, but that's still two years away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing else matters in the world but movies. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, okay, so that's uh, that's everything. Then we get the George reveal, which is mm-hmm. just the perfect thing because they set up Marty in his stance, and then and then Lou walks away, and you reveal George doing exactly the same thing. Um, oh, it's so great! It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, and then Biff enters and says, Hey, McFly. Um, and he's, do you hear do me? Irish you Irish bug. bug. <laughs> Just immediately going for the, like immediately going for the race. <laughs> you Irish bug. Hey, you dirty Irish. <laughs> I guess, I guess, is it, well, I mean, I guess it wasn't that long ago that people were putting up signs that said, you know, now higher. No Irish need I, apply. Yeah, no Irish apply or need need not apply or whatever. Um, Go watch Gangs in New York, kid. Yeah, yeah. So, so I assume that this is still like a holdover of that, but it's just so funny that like, really, Biff? Like, <laughs> is Biff saying this like in the way that like how like ten years ago the white kids that would have like the one black friend would just like throw around the N word all the time because they're like, we're allowed because he's our friend. <laughs> Meanwhile, their black friend is just like, you're not, you're not allowed. <laughs> this is... is Biff Irish? I don't know. I also wondered about that. I mean, the he looks pretty ten, Irish that... to me. I was going to say he kind of leans more towards like, I German? don't know, maybe German, maybe Austrian. Yeah. I guess I guess German make German or Austrian makes sense. Tannin. He's hardy like an he's hardy like an Austrian oak tree. Yeah, but I think also um, he likes watching like the westerns, and I know westerns were really a big thing back in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Oh. So maybe he just like likes to think that he is. <laughs> he likes to imagine that it's still like the eighteen forties. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he is walking into Lou's diner like it's a saloon, mm-hmm. and like you know, telling George. I thought I told right. you never to be in yeah. here. There's no yeah. place here for both of us. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a posse. He does have a posse. <laughs> a ridiculous uh, posse. His posse, uh, which is Match, Skinhead, and 3D. That's their names. Which one's um, the Italian? I would imagine Match is the Italian. Billy Zane. Hmm. Oh, that is Billy Zane. Okay. Yeah, that's Billy Zane. Um, it's so funny. He looked... He look- 
reading the Wikipedia pages for these guys because they're just like <laughs> they're like the Wikipedia page like passive aggressively mentions the fact that they w- they're only friends with Biff because he has a car. <laughs> <laughs> like how would you know that Wikipedia? Come on, dude. Um, and then also uh, they're just like match was called match because he had a match in his mouth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> cool. Skinhead was called skinhead because he had a close cut haircut. Because like, right. he's a member of the Nazi youth. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Billy Zane, obviously, uh, big actor, and and he Look, comes back in the second one. Looks like a shark, but not the third one. Mm. He, yeah, he kind of looks does. like a member of the Sharks. He does. He definitely does. J.J. Um, Cohen plays Skinhead. And J.J. Cohen is great, is interesting because of what you you know, you know, talked about early on in this show. Um, about how he was originally cast as Biff, but Eric Stoltz was too tall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so now you see him next to Marty, and it's just funny. Because it's just like, that's, you're not intimidating at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. He would be. It would be more of a. Uh, it'd be more of a needles uh, kind of situation, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or uh, um, Adam Scott in Boy Meets World. Right. Right. Uh, but he's just like he's just like uh, check this guy <laughs> or, or no that's in the next minute sorry but uh, but yeah no the skinhead guy and then uh, 3D who is named 3D because he wears 3D glasses all the time which cannot be good for his eyesight. No. No. It's. It's got to be really bad. What I find really funny about the 3D glasses thing is that people do that now. Like, it's come full circle. People just, like... They do, yeah. They just, like, or what pop they'll out do their, is, their like, lenses. They'll, uh, yeah, they'll pop the lenses out. We'll yeah. just wear them. Freaking hipsters. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing. No, no, people oh, totally, do it yeah. all especially, the time. Especially when I was in high school. Because, like, towards the end of my high school career, that was right around, like, 09, 010. When, like, yeah. 3D movies were kind of hitting their big comeback. Right. And yeah, like girl, people would totally like pop out the lenses and just wear like, oh, look, I have like hipster glasses. Oh, just like <laughs> wear the frames around. Yeah. 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 These are these are paper. So uh, I wonder I if he, he could... I wonder if he like has like a whole bunch of them that he just like wears or if he just takes really, really good care of that pair. I don't yeah. know. But like what, who knows what's... when the next 3D movie is going to come around? Mm. What? Uh, I mean, what happens if it rains? Yeah. <laughs> He puts them in his little pocket. He made a paper. <laughs> his little pocket. Yeah, look, he's got a little pocket in his shirt. <laughs> uh, we're, we and we're also starting to get a redo of the scene um, from uh, from the darkest week of this show. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, him asking uh, him asking George if, or Biff asking George if he's got his homework done, um, and uh, and George just being like, uh. <laughs> Um, and uh, I imagine I imagine uh, Marty's getting uh, some deja vu. He he has a lot of he has a lot of deja vu over the course of the series. <laughs> it's because nothing changes. <laughs> nothing changes. This uh, the Bobs really take that the idea of history repeating itself um, very seriously. Well, time is a flat circle. Yeah, time is a flat circle. <laughs> oh man. Um. 1950s Biff, though, seriously, what a great, I mean, is, is, is there another cinematic bully that comes anywhere close to Biff? No, he's Dan? sort of like, he's sort of the iconic bully. Yeah. I feel like every bully, bef- like, like since then, 
like they've all been based off of Biff. Like maybe I, I'm thinking second place, um, Chet in Weird Science. Like maybe. Yeah, but that's got that added baggage of him being related to one of them. That's true. So that's more of like a like a uh, a jerk older brother. Sure. Yeah. Situation. Oh, who's a good bully? Is is Regina George technically a bully? Yeah, but it's I mean, a different way of doing it. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, yeah, I think she is, right? Yeah, oh, she's definitely if we're opening a bully. Up, mm-hmm. if, I mean, if we're opening up, like, you know, like, female bullies, then that leaves, like... Like the Heathers and stuff? Yeah, Heathers yeah. and uh, Paris. Yeah. Oh, Paris Geller. Yeah, Paris Geller. Um, Does Paris uh, Geller Blair... count as a... She started as a bully. Yes, she had an arc. Yeah, Bla- Blair. Remember, there was that whole that there was that one point where she like her and her like two posse crew like they like stand on the steps and they're just like we're gonna get you kicked out of this school and then they all turn. Oh yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've seen Gilmore Girls a lot of times. <laughs> um, oh yeah, um, season one, uh, Paris Geller. Um, there was a lot of almost friending there, mm. and then, and then uh, she would revert back to bullying, and then it wasn't until like they were out of high school that quote friending, yeah, friending. Um, I really just cannot get over that you Irish bug. <laughs> what? What? What is an what is an Irish bug like? What? <laughs> oh man. Uh, you were a bug and Irish, which just makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, don't understand. I also don't understand the whole. I've never understood the whole like racism with Irish people. Um, just uh, I'll, I'll tell you off, Mike. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, Billy Zane looks like he emigrated from like Puerto Rico. Does he? Yeah, he's kind of got that olive skin. I don't know. He, he looks. He looks kind of Italian in this. He definitely looks Italian. I wouldn't say Puerto Rico. Not Italian. I think that I think 3D <laughs> 3D looks like Giovanni Ribisi. Yes. I, I was gonna say Casey Affleck. Oh yeah, a little, little like bit if of they that had too. like a love child. Yeah. And he wore 3D glasses. <laughs> the most nervous, neurotic <laughs> Casey Ribisi. Like hey, the way I'm that he walks Casey across, Ribisi. like he juts out his chest as far as it can go and just like waves his chest. From side to yeah. side as he walks. Yeah, I, you know, I think there's a good reason why Billy Zane had somewhat of an acting career after this, because um, you watch the other guys move and they all move like 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 stage actors who are like just learning blocking. Yeah, because <laughs> they're they're all very <laughs> just like I gotta get to my mark. Like, <laughs> And, and like trying to look as natural as possible, but like obviously in their like, head, don't thinking, look down, I, don't look down, don't look don't down, don't look down. I, but don't I, do you got to get to the spot, but don't three look steps, down. three yeah. steps, and a little bit. But keep You've looking. You've done up. this before. You can do it again. Like it's, it's so more funny. difficult than it sounds. Oh yeah, no, I know it is, but it's just it's. But then Billy Zane is just like he's the most natural, mm. you know. Um, you think. You know, we were talking about like who was the cool guy at uh, oh, Hill yeah, Valley High. I think it's Billy Zane. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, was, he's got that cool, slick back hair. Yeah, he's got a he's got a James Dean look, thing going on. He looks, he looks like, like uh, he's the Kanicki of the group. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say like, it's like the difference between Danny and Kanicki. Yeah, it's like a, a he's got the Rebel Without a Cause like jacket on, you know, with the and with come the on, white like we all know, the Kanicki Kanicki was hotter than Danny. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Matches was the cool guy. Matches, it's a cool name. I heard you talking the matches up there outside of school. <laughs> oh, good old matches, matches. you disgust me. Oh, so you disgust me. I'm a trust fund baby. You can trust me. Yeah. But yeah, there's no, uh, there's no like background information on any of his gang members. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there probably is for the actors, but just for the characters themselves, there's there's nothing. Like, their Wikipedia p- entries are just like, they once walked into a diner. And, <laughs> well, I mean, the Back to the Future extended you isn't exactly like, you know, there's, yeah. there's no matches action figure. There's no, like, six-part matches comic book miniseries. Right, but sometimes sometimes in, like, novelizations, um, they'll, they'll go into, like, needless background of, like, some characters, you know? Um, sure, yeah. So, uh, something we like to, we like to, uh, ask our guests, what is your background with the film? You already said that you, uh, that you, you saw it for the first time when you first moved away from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, cause I know you're a really big fan of this movie. I am a really big fan of this movie. Yes. People actually have been complaining recently about how big a fan I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are these people? Get rid of them. Yeah. Um, who needs them? But uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, I know that you're a really big fan of this movie, um, which is you know one of the many reasons we we brought you on this week. So what what uh, what is your background with the with with the movie? Like, what do you have any like fond memories of watching the movie? Do you remember the first time you saw the movie? Um, anything like that? I actually like the first time I remember watching the movie is the one I was talking about when I'd moved back. My right. first memory of the film itself is actually from the Back to the Future ride because we went to uh, Universal Studios in Los Angeles in 97. Oh. And, uh, you know, we went on the tour thing. We saw the car. We saw the square. We went on the Back to the Future ride. Yeah. It was one of the highlights. The highlights, yeah. And now it's gone. It's it's gone forever. I was hoping (laughs) to go back one day to Universal Studios and, like, go to all the stuff that I'd been to before, but now it's, like, I don't know. It's Don't, not the same. No. No. <laughs> um, but no, like, for the longest time, I think the the second movie was my favorite for, for the longest time. Primarily because of him going back to the back time. Oh, going back to the 50s? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. This, it was the whole sequence with Johnny Be Good again. Right. Like, that whole thing. And the... I, I, did he just steal that guy's wallet? I think he stole his wallet. Like, yeah. <laughs> just cracked me up. I know, mm. and then ooh la la, and then ooh the, la la, <laughs> and I had no idea what that was when I first saw it. I was just like, yeah. "Oh, he's just really offended by France." I don't know. <laughs> and then the the third movie as well. Like I've always loved westerns as well, so that was like a big thing. And then we actually went to uh, Monument Valley. I went with school because we studied the American West, as all good English schools do. And went to Arizona and apparently Utah as well, to Monument Valley, and I was the only person who seemed to be excited about the fact that 
there was a car chase with you know people on horseback chasing a DeLorean <laughs> through the desert <laughs> that's the thing about liking a movie a lot uh, no one else cares no one else cares <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is just like it's just a movie it's like, oh, but it means so much. It doesn't. It's just a movie. Like, I'm, I'm w- right now. I am looking at the shot of Marty with the with his hand still on the sh- on the telephone, with his calculator watch, and I have like a calculator watch on, part of my Marty McFly costume, you know. Yeah, I'm wearing this. I'm wearing one too. It's a my Casio. Marty McFly costume. <laughs> it's a Casio CA fifty three W. Yeah, I think mean, we're wearing the same watch. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nick. Watch talk with Naomi could, and Scott. I got you. Glad you could be here for my and Naomi's bond time. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I like, I'm excited I, for both of you. All right, so wrapping it up, moving on. We're almost at the end of the week. Uh, as always, you can catch us at Back to the Future Minute dot com. We love hearing from you guys. You can email us at contact at Back to the Future Minute dot com. Uh, we've had a few emails. Uh, come in recently that we're saving for future minutes so uh, if you have something you want to tell us about what your favorite moment of the movie is or I don't know did you kiss anybody while watching this like you don't want to tell us about that uh, what, what, what's your what's your relationship with the movie mm-hmm. uh, and what moments um, Twitter at BTTF minute we love retweeting people and talking to people chatting with people just communicating man that's what it's all about that's why we did this the internet yeah we get a lot of replies on uh, on Twitter. It's it's fun. We are. We are. It's fun. I love it. It's why we do yeah. it. Uh, com. If you tumble, uh, mm-hmm. we can talk about, I don't know, Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah, whatever. Ta- 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 Tumblr. Plugs. We got Facebook. You can <laughs> like us on Facebook. iTunes. We love getting reviews, especially good reviews. And also on iTunes, some of our other podcasts, including I just completely messed up. Um, uh, <laughs> it's like really cold outside, and so I just like felt the breeze earlier, and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah." Um, so not writing. It's me and Scott's podcast where we sort of shoot the breeze, catch up on what we've been watching and doing and living. Uh, the Doctor's Companion, where Scott Corelli, Cassandra Fredrickson, and I review series 9 and onwards of Doctor Who and uh, Geek by Night premiering January 6th featuring Naomi Wong as uh, Lorelai Swift uh, mm-hmm. premiering you know January 6th And but if you win you go ahead and support us now we have a Patreon page where you can uh, donate and have access to all kinds of ex- exclusive podcasts and other kind of goodies um, yeah that about brings it up we got one more day left Scott are you excited? very Let's do it. All right. See you guys later. See you tomorrow.